Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio? Coming to you from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com, where we get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. Welcome in. Uh, this here's the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dan Beyer here, Jason Stewart here. Um, we have a really, really good midway topic to get to, don't we? I think so. I'll, I'll let Jay Stu pr- uh, uh, show, give it to you uh, upcoming. Uh, this hour, Dana Jeremiah is going to join us. There is news that Bill Belichick is on his way out in New England. Um, it also stands to reason that there's some other coaches on their way out. We'll, we'll find out who DJ thinks is the right fit, and does Bill Belichick coach again? Does he take a year off? What does that all look like? That upcoming in 20 minutes. But it's the middle of the show, the middle of the day. Middle of the week. Let's play the midway. Stuck in the middle with you. It's time for Stuck in the Middle. The Midway. Mm, what do you got there, uh, Jason Stewart? Uh, uh, as far as the midway. I figured on the heels of this uh, this Draymond Green story, you know, he uh, he smacked a pyro last night and he's gonna miss more time. I think he's missed time in NBA Finals games for antics and whatnot. But I I wanted to kind of have a conversation about this. So when you think back to athletes or coaches or owners, anyone associated with sports whose temper got the best of them, they weren't good at handling stressful moments, and it cost their team, it cost them their careers, um, 
here's a tangible example of this, okay? There once was a manager for the Yankees named Billy Martin. Um, by all accounts, for the 1970s and 80s, he was an amazing tactician, amazing manager. And he actually got along with most of his players. But he had a temper. And when he, when he lost his temper, it was like scorched earth. Everybody around him was going to get impacted by this, including his owner, George Steinbrenner. I want to say Billy Martin had three separate uh, tenures with the Yankees. I could be wrong, but I I think he had three separate tenures with the Yankees because they kept firing him because he would blow up at the owner. And then they would fire him back because he was such a good manager. Um, So when you, I just wanted to get your guys' kind of thoughts on this. When you think about that, how tempers have ruined teams or careers or incidents that that you can think of, uh, what comes to mind for you guys? Well, I mean, the first one that comes to my mind is Bob Knight, right? I mean, that's the – he just passed away, and he has the most um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Most known temper and temper tantrums in the history of uh, of college basketball, maybe in the history of sport. So, yeah, a, that, that, a that would be A perfect example. That's a perfect example. But let me ask you this. Did the, that that temper and his issue to handle uh, stress or whatever it was, did it cost him anything, or was he placated? Yeah, it cost him his job. No, it cost him his job at Indiana, ultimately. You know, because remember, he had the choking incident of Neil Reed, and then he was put on a zero-tolerance policy, and then somebody said, hey, night to him, and he spun around and told them to treat him with respect, and that's what ultimately got him fired. So the uh, and to to um, to quote Fletch, the the very end was sudden. The very yes, end, the very was, end was, was sudden. Very sudden. Woody, <laughs> Woody, Woody Hayes, another one at Ohio State. Who, by the way, that's where Bob Knight went. Woody Hayes was the football coach there. Remember, he punched the kid uh, from Clemson, who he thought had a late hit over the sideline. That cost him his job at Ohio State. I would say though that isn't Bob Knight's temper throughout like it was Indiana fans like revered it like that's what they 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 loved it they loved the screaming at the ref the chucking of the chair the intimidation factor now I wasn't around when Woody Hayes you know well I was very very young when he punched the Clemson player but don't remember the tenure I just think that that night was just this fit of rage so much so that I actually think it overshadowed his greatness as a coach at the end and just how it ended. Um, heck, he got a second chance at Texas Tech. You know, was able to coach there for a while, but yeah, I would even, I, Doug's right. Like, that was the first, that was, uh, I had difficulties coming up with names. Bob Knight was one of them that, that I had. The other name that I thought, and I don't know if it's going to fit Jason's criteria of cost him anything. But it goes along the lines of how I feel about Bob Knight is you kind of forget how great of a coach he was because of everything that came with it. But I feel that way about Rasheed Wallace. Sure. On just how great and, and good of a college player he was. I know it was a short stay at North Carolina, but they went to a Final Four. Um, and then in the pros, uh, you know, with Portland and just technical after technical, but of how good of a player he is, but we will never, ever talk about that. We'll never know, honestly. Yeah, true. I mean, truth is, we'll never know because um, 
Rasheed was always, I mean, he was before Draymond, he was the one getting all the technical fouls. He was the one that was causing the ruckus. And if you ask people in the league, he was one of, if not the most talented big guy in the league for a couple of years. So, yes, that's a that's a great name. Chase, dude, you got any? And it, it, it absolutely meets my criteria, by the way. It cost him kind of what you were talking about, the the legacy, the reputation. What do you think about first when you think of Rasheed Wallace? Um, I put I put Albert Bell in this category. Um, he was compensated well, uh, probably roided out of his mind. But I remember Albert Bell would do things that would cost his team, that would cost um, his I guess reputation. I remember him just completely. Um, who was it? Fernando Vina that he completely yes. depleted once, and you could look it up and be like, "What? Somebody did that on a baseball field?" <laughs> he was breaking up uh, like a force player or something. I forget what it was, but and then Albert Bell actually threw a ball from the field and hit a, a fan intentionally. People forget that. He threw a bar. Maybe it was a photographer. <laughs> um, Albert Bell's another one of those hotheads that I think of right away. Uh, Albert Bell's a pretty good one. Uh, let's see here. So we've done baseball. We've done, oh, I mean, Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah. Right, that one was easy, right? Wasn't it? Antonio Brown. Yeah. It's like the given and the geometry. I, I, got, I got another one. And Dominican Sue. Oh, good one. Right? And Dominican yes. Sue stepping on people. How many guys did he step on? You know, illegal hits. He had a reputation as a dirty player. Now, he's been a mercenary, like chasing rings and whatever, and and people think he's a, a very good professional defensive lineman. He's, I mean, he was robbed of the Heisman Trophy. Dominican Sue should have won the Heisman. Regardless of which, his days in Detroit, he was seen as, if not the dirtiest, one of the dirtiest players in the NFL. And it was he would just snap. That's all it was. He would he would snap. There's like those one-off snap moments. I don't know what Latrell Sprewell's uh, history uh, of you know eruptions was be- before it, but no one has choked his own coach since him, right? That that was kind of a one-off moment for Latrell Sprewell. Mm. Uh, Latrell Sprewell, yeah, that was well. He also Latrell Sprewell is known for two things: one, choking his coach. Jay Stewart, are you familiar with the other? I know Bayer is, so I'm not. I'm not. Latrell Sprewell. Um, yeah. No, what is it? Bayer, you want to get in this? I, um, wasn't there something like a boat or something? Is that well? Yeah, he had he had a boat called. I think it was the boat was Milwaukee's best, right? He's from Milwaukee. Yeah from Racine. Um, but he had a boat and when his best season as a pro in terms of people's respecting was with the Minnesota Timberwolves. They went to the Western Conference Finals I think one year, right? And he was he was a free agent and he turned down a That's right. I think I think it was like a 3-year, 18 million dollar per year deal. And his famous quote was, "Hey man, I got to feed my kids." That's right. Try it. I like that. They're one. like, you were offered eighteen million a year and you couldn't feed your kids, <laughs> and you have a boat called Milwaukee's Best. Yeah, that, that's it. And just doing some uh, background work. Yeah, there was an uh, 
allegations made against him while on that boat. That's how oh, I remember that's, the, that's boat. the boat. Yes, the boat. yes. Was it was it called Milwaukee's Best? Was that I'm, the name I'm of not it? sure. He is from Milwaukee. Crom Butler's from Racine, but uh, but yeah, I I don't know um, if that was the name of it. But Milwaukee's Best, by the way, to those of us who are of age, right? Known as the Beast, right? Every, you ever, you, I'm sure you drank the Beast in college. Did you not? Well, Dan I didn't Meyer? drink in college, but everybody that I went to college with did. Drank the yeah. Beast. Yes. What is it? Milwaukee's Best yeah, the beer. It's just the name of the oh, beer. It's, oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was like a drink called the Beast that includes no, no. Milwaukee's Best and no, 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 syrup like or a, something. No, 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 no. Just Milwaukee's Best is called the Beast. Speaking of, heck, speaking of Milwaukee, this is a random one. I don't okay. expect Jason to know, but Mike Dean... Remember, coached at Marquette, coached at Siena. He recruited me. He recruited me to to Marquette. Okay, yeah. Remember when he slammed the phone in the uh, in the NCAA tournament? I I don't know what Mike Dean. You know what what happened after that? But I can tell you what happened to him. Okay. Uh, Dino, good friend of mine. Remember, he had a really good start to his career. He's the head coach at Siena. Yeah. Then he was at Marquette. and if, if when he slammed the phone, he he got a technical. He actually got suspended for the next year's NCAA tournament game. He had a like a lazy eye. That's why he wore tinted glasses. And he took off his glasses and he pointed to his eye and he goes, "I got one eye and I could see that crap." He got a technical for it. It was, it was great. Uh, Dino went to Lamar, if you remember. As he left Marquette, he got fired at Marquette, went to Lamar, took Lamar, I think, as a below 500 team to the NCAA tournament. And I think he's retired now. But Mike Dean was a, I think he's a Potsdam State guy. But anyway, uh, that, yeah, D- Dino is a, was a good friend and recruited me. I still have a four page letter he wrote me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's but he's a beaut. He was. I mean, you're right. He was good at Marquette. Kevin O'Neill. Heck, let's just talk about Marquette's coaches. Kevin O'Neill had a temper. Boy, Kevin, O'Ne- Kevin O'Neill. This is a real story. Okay, uh, Kevin O'Neill is known as KO. He was the coach before Mike Dean. They lost to St. Louis, I want to say, in the Great Midwest Tournament. And I was told he had the entire the the captains in his hotel suite and the rest of the team outside the hotel suite, sitting down like in the uh, in the hallway, sitting down. And he did two thousand dollars of damage to the hotel room. <laughs> if you remember, he he got fired at USC. I think he got into it with a booster after they lost in the Pac-12 tournament at in LA Live. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Kevin O'Neill's a good one. I remember him as someone who was a uh, a character. Oh, I got in hoop one. Dreams. I got one. Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, first five or six years. Do you remember the the shade of purple he would turn, Dan Beyer? Yes. When he would go crazy. Yes. Brian Kelly, you want to talk about? And did it? Did it hurt? Yeah, it hurt him. Everybody. I mean, he nearly got fired. They had a four win season. They had the scissor lift uh, tragedy, but a lot of it was it felt like he was just a raging lunatic over in the sideline. Brian Kelly. Well, like uh, if you think about late '90s and college basketball coaches, hard not to remember. Uh, John Chaney somehow getting away with threatening to murder another yeah. head coach. Yes. That, that's Calipari. a one-off, too. That hasn't happened since. Yeah. I will kill you, I think is what he said. Did he Did he coach very long after that incident? Yes. Oh, for years. For years. For years. Too much, man. Incredible man, John Chaney. I'm just be honest with you. Like, I was, 
I think it was his 700th win. He was at 699, and they were playing at UMass. And they had me go up there a day early because uh, we did an interview the day before, day of the game. And then I was supposed to get the interview if they won 700. They end up losing like on a buzzer shot or whatever. But he was so kind. And I have a friend who was his assistant at Temple. But yes, he he lost his mind there. No question. Didn't didn't they have like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. practices? Yes, 6 a.m. practices. Yeah. Which is why Temple was never on the list for places to go. <laughs> and the, but the philosophy with that one was you couldn't go out. Like you didn't have to worry about making sure guys didn't go out during the week. You can't go out and do a six a.m. practice. You'll, you know you won't survive. It's brilliant. And if you have a seven o'clock game and you have a six o'clock practice day before, it gives you like a full day's rest before the game. The only problem is. You got to get up at like 5 a.m. And your sleep cycle's totally screwed up because anyone's ever had to get up at 5 a.m. and you don't normally get up at 5 a.m., you wake up at 2 a.m., at 3 a.m., at 4 a.m., at 4 because you don't want to be late. Right? But John Chaney's a good call. Um, Lupinella? Oh, that's a good one. Sure. Lupinella, when he would go crazy? Uh, what was the old. Um, he was the bench coach with the Yankees. That got pushed over by Pedro Martinez. Don Zimmer. He, yeah. Don, Don, Z- Don Zimmer would lose his mind some too. Oh, the all timer was what was the famous manager of the Baltimore Orioles? Earl Weaver. Uh, Earl Weaver. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard Earl Weaver's rants on a post game show? Oh, yeah. We got a bunch of them in the system. Oh, my God. I think we do. Oh, my God. And that's the midway. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, 
Delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style, the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, boat, RV, uh, RV, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. So there's a report out which um, supports Ben Bolin's report a couple weeks ago that this can be the last year Bill Belichick in New England. In classic Bill Belichick mode, he was asked about his press conference today. Take a listen. Robert will not ask you to be back next year. Yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. Bill, while understanding that you're getting ready for Kansas City, have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Getting ready for Kansas City. Uh, that's Bill Belichick getting ready for Kansas City. So Belichick's in Belichick mode. I thought he was as good as he could be on college game day, doing college game day. And obviously his dad was a former coach at the Naval Academy. But doing college game day is the signal of, hey, he's trying to get his name out there, wants a little image rehab, wants to do something next. And maybe it's TV. But man, coach is coach. Coach is coach. But think about, think about who would want to replace Bill Belichick. You know? I mean, I, I would guess, and we'll talk about this some in the pod, it's a lot like replacing John Wooden at UCLA. Like, they're still not happy with anybody who's coached at UCLA since John Wooden. Like, dude, there's only one John Wooden. Let's welcome in Daniel Jeremiah. He's got the Move the Sticks podcast. He also works for the NFL Network, and he's the voice of the L.A. Chargers. Um... Belichick did college game day last week as a guest picker. Uh, there's multiple reports that this is going to be the last year in New England. What do you think he does next year? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I, I, I actually said something when I saw him on game day. I was like, oh, kind of letting his hair down a little bit. and it, it almost feels like he's exploring what that world would be like to be out of the everyday grind and to just kind of get a chance to enjoy football because – you can see it there, and anytime you've seen him, uh, you know, on the NFL 100 stuff, he's actually pretty good, and he does, he does, you know, love the game and and celebrates the game and and uh, could offer a pretty unique perspective. I'm, you know, look, he could go somewhere else. I'm sure he'd have a million opportunities, but as a football consumer, uh, I think it would be awesome if we found him on on maybe one of these pregame shows next year. Um, and, and providing some insight and, and hold on to the legacy that he had. I, I don't want to see him go to another team, Doug, and then, you know, like they're 500 or they're in the playoffs, out of the playoffs, and just kind of water down what was his, uh, a pretty special run in New England. Um, it feels like Brandon Staley's dead man walk-in with the Chargers. Uh, obviously, you cover in the team. It's, it's hard, right? And I thought they were going to turn around and – and change this thing, and it just has never happened. Now Herbert's out for the year. The likelihood is very, very remote. What do you think the Chargers do? 
I don't know, man. I'm on my way right now to, to hop on the plane and go to Vegas as they kind of playing out the string here. Um, it, it's an interesting – it's going to be an interesting offseason. Obviously, they have those decisions to make, um, you know, from a coaching standpoint. But roster-wise, there's going to be some big decisions as well. I mean, they, they've, you know, they've got some older players. They've got some guys who've been danged up, uh, you know, pretty consistently. It might be, you know, a, a, you know, kind of go back to go forward type year, you know. So, you know, we'll see. I know everybody's expecting, uh, you know, a lot of changes to come, but I think that could uh, that could come on the player side as well. Yep, uh, Tommy DeVito. What was your eval when he was at uh, at Illinois? Yeah, I didn't do a ton of work on him. It was not highly recommended to me. I just knew he was, you know, he was athletic and he was tough and. You know, throw him kind of in that free agency, you know, maybe have a chance as a practice squad type guy. Um, I was not, uh, you know, I, was, I, I wasn't spending a whole lot of time studying him. So uh, what he's done has been a pleasant surprise. It's been fun. And, uh, you know, more than anything else, I think what's gone under, ra- under the radar is that he's, he's, he's protecting the football, you know. So, he's, you know, look, that just shows you there's a lot of games in the NFL that are lost uh, more so than one. And he's done the most important thing, and that's just protect the ball. Okay, do you think he has a long-term career? Like, it, 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 for, for those of us who are laymen, right, yeah. we sit here and go, like, there's a backup comes in, and it happens all the time, right? Yeah. And they play well, and you're like, well, why can't that guy be the starter? He'll make a lot less money. He makes a lot more sense. And then, you know, you see him over a long period of time, like, oh! But there are some guys that are backups that become solid starters, if you will. I mean, Gardner Minshew, the Colts are better starting Gardner Minshew now than they are Richardson. Obviously, Richardson has more, more upside. So what's the likelihood, or when will we know on DeVito? Well, first of all, everybody in that situation should send Brock Purdy a thank you card. Because, you know, we, we would have a you know, can this guy of games like he's a backup he's a mentor backup he's a developmental backup and then you'll say this guy could get us through three games you know if we was starters out for three games he could get us through but it's that whole good from far far from good you know and and the more you see him the more those warts will show so i think the thing with brock purdy what that's done is it's um, a little bit fairer shot here and you keep an open mind like hey let's see if this can keep going uh, but, in, you know, I kind of fall back to the, you know, the, the logic of trusting my eyes and saying, okay, this is, this is fun, this is a good ride, but it, you know, can be a little Kate Keenum, Josh Dobbs-esque type run. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I watched Dolphins-Titans, and a couple things jumped out of me. Like, I, I, Levis made a couple of bonehead plays, but has an electric arm and is way more athletic than Tua. And Tua kind of did his Tua things, right, where he gets rid of it quick and, and makes the read early and, but, but doesn't move particularly well. And there's just difference, even on TV, the life of their football between Levis and Tua. On the other hand, Tua does, doesn't seem to make the boneheaded mistakes that Levis does, although Levis is a rookie. Is that a, am I reading this wrong, having just watched on TV with the regular TV coverage? I would just say that was easily the sloppiest that Tua's looked in a long time. 
And I think in the, you know, when we've got a 17-game season, you're just going to have these weeks. There's a reason why we saw all these upsets this last week. It's just hard to maintain your focus and your consistency through 17 weeks. So if this were something that we see a couple more times, you know, maybe two or three times over the next, uh, over the rest of the season, I, I would become alarmed. But I'm going to chalk this one up to just a really sloppy performance where, you know, you've got fumbled snaps, you're slipping, falling on the ground. You know, it was just, you had your center go out. It was just kind of a sloppy, sloppy performance from them. And then with Levis, yeah, what you saw is, is true. I mean, he's, he has everything you want, the size, the arm strength, the athletic ability, the competitiveness, the toughness. He just is, he's not buttoned up. And that's, you know, that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing. And I think you saw both in that game. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I'm sure you've heard what Cam Newton said. He called Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Tua. Um, who else was it? Uh, uh, oh, um, what's his name in, in Detroit? Called them all all game managers. Game oh, managers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your, as an analyst, what's your response to Cam Newton calling them game managers? I don't know. I, I, I Look, they're not super freaks. So if you're not a super freak and that makes you a game manager, that's kind of what the quarterback position is. You know, um, we've got a few guys that are the, the super freaks, and that's Mahomes. Um, you know, that's Josh Allen. Um, you know, those are the guys, probably Stafford, guys that Cam, you know, more relates to because Cam had some, some supernatural power, you know, with the – the, 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 the body, the size, the athletic ability, the arm strength, the ability to make these plays that other guys can't make. Like, I, you know, if, with Brock Purdy, if you had a, you know, if you had an Olympics contest, a decathlon, I should say, of, with quarterbacks, yeah, Brock Purdy's not winning that one. Dak's not going to win it. All those quarterbacks he listed wouldn't win, but that's not what, not what the quarterback position, that's not really your job. It's great that Josh can do those things and Patrick can do some of those things. But, uh, you know, it's still, at the end of the day, it's, it's being able to identify things, uh, see them, read them out, get the ball out of your hands, and get it where it needs to go accurately. That's what those guys do. That's playing the position. Uh, okay. What about Dak and the Cowboys? Uh, what did you see against the Eagles in terms of, uh, you know, there's always criticism of him against the better teams. Now they play one of the better teams. And maybe it's that the Eagles' defense isn't that good. But what's your assessment of Dak as of now? Well, the Eagles' pass defense, um, you know, from last year to this year, has fallen off a cliff. So you can start with that. But look, they're balanced. They ran the ball well against Philly, and they weren't, you know, putting him in positions where it had to be, you know, all on him. Everybody in the stadium knows you're throwing the ball when you have that mix, when you have that balance, and then you factor in the, that the the Eagles' secondary has has collapsed um, under some new coaches they have there on that side of the ball. Um, you know, I think that's. That's that's where you have Dak playing the way he's playing, I and mean, he's playing great. I I think the Dallas Cowboys are in great shape as long as they don't have to play San Francisco. Uh, you know, that's they they got to hope that somehow the way this thing seeds out, that somehow Philly and San Francisco face off before Dallas would have to face San Francisco. Because I think Philly, even the issues they've had in the back end, I think they have a fighting chance against them. I think they have some confidence, even though they got their butts kicked by the Niners. I think the the Eagles would have a better chance of beating San Francisco than the Cowboys would. Um, and I and just don't like the Cowboys the way they match up against San Francisco. What do you make of uh, the Mahomes meltdown over the offsides call? 
Well, I think that's just building frustration. Um, you know, the interesting thing, going back and watching that game, he didn't play very good. He missed a lot of throws. Um, he didn't see things as clearly as he normally does. Um, so, you know, I don't think he played great. I think the, the, the penalty, he was obviously incredibly frustrated by it, but I don't think that that outburst was about that one thing. I think it was a building frustration of the guys, you know, failing him uh, around him. And, and honestly, I think, he, you know, nobody else has really said it, but I think he's probably a little frustrated with himself. He just he didn't play very well. Yeah, best pass in that game was thrown by Travis Kelsey. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well, it was an incre- it was an incredible play, incredible. No but I but but the thing that, the thing that I just I laugh at is it's not like the official saw the result of the play and then threw the flag, you know, and stole this huge moment. Like the flag's thrown at the snap. Like that's his job. He has no idea what's going to happen. Play like he took away one of the best plays of the year. Well, how's he? Not his job to know that. He's he's at the snap and dropped the flag. That's it. Yeah. Well, plus, I mean, the Chiefs. I mean, you get your left tackle that lines up in the backfield. Yeah. Like, what, what is what is the legal formation that they have, they, they ever have? So, I'm I'm with you on that one. Okay. So, who is the team to beat in the AFC? The NFC is clearly the Niners. Who's the yeah. team to beat in the AFC? I mean, I think you'd have to say Baltimore, where we are right now. I mean, they've been the most consistent. Um, they've shown the ability to put up a bunch of points. You know, for the most part, over the last six or seven weeks. And then defensively, they give you a lot of looks. Now, you saw a glimpse in that game. The Rams gave him trouble. The Rams have a star veteran quarterback with a lot of knowledge who's seen every blitz known to mankind with an elite offensive-minded uh, play caller that they got synced up, and they were able to shred the Ravens a little bit. There's just, when you look around, not many teams um, have that combination that can take advantage of Baltimore in the playoffs. So, um, you know, I would say they would probably be the favorite at this point in time. Um, but you also get the sense of, you know, is it going to be one of these teams like if Buffalo, if Buffalo just barely gets in, you think you want to be the team that wins the AFC South and you got to play Buffalo at home with Josh Allen coming in? Like I could see them kind of almost relishing not being favored and not being, you know, talked about and kind of, kind of played that underdog role for the first time in a few years, that would be a kind of a dangerous team to me. You saw the Broncos up close and personal. Give me give me your analysis on Russell Wilson. Yeah, don't don't lose the game. Um that's that's how he's playing. He's playing very safe. He's he's checking the ball down. He's avoiding sacks by just finding outlets. And then two or three times a game he's gonna try and go over the top. There's really no intermediary, intermediate passing game. Like, there's nothing. It's just check the ball down to the backs and the tight ends, and then every now and then try and uncork a deep shot down the field. And he got a, a big touchdown to Cortland Sutton in that game, uh, hit the backs and the tight ends, and then let the defense do what they've done over the last six weeks, which is play as good as anyone. So um, that's been the formula. It's nothing, nothing special about it. And then I would add also he's going to pick two spots, two key spots, and use his legs to convert, you know, a third and four, third and seven, um, and, and play that way. It's very, it's a very conservative uh, approach, but it's one that's winning. Awesome stuff as always, DJ. DJ, uh, enjoy the trip to Vegas. Hopefully, the game's not as bad as it looks like it will be. But we'll talk to you soon. Hey, they combined for seven points last week, Doug. Let's hope we get a little more on uh, on Thursday night. There you go. That's Daniel Jeremiah joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. He'll just picked up his third foul. And now Green runs over Nurkic, and he'll be called for the foul. And they're going to take a look at this. See Jason Goble indicating they will go to the monitor here. Nurkic is down in a heap. Green just plows right over Nurkic. And we'll see if there's anything unnecessary added to it. Ooh, oh, man. Well, that's going to be a flagrant. Yep, for and now sure. they're going to just try to decide if they think it was that's our progressive excessive play of the day. Progressive making bundling even easier. Bundle your home and car insurance, boat, RV, ATV, and more. Just go to progressive.com. You can save on all of them at uh, 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Reminder, shortly after the show, our podcast is going up. If you missed any of today's show, check it out over the po- uh, check, th- check out the podcast. Just search Doug Gottlieb, wherever you get your podcast, and be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, Doug Gottlieb, wherever you get your podcast, and you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Let's get to Dan Byer. The Press. 
What do you got there, Danny? Doug, a busy day in the NFL today. League meetings taking place. And executive vice president of the NFL, Troy Vincent, had a lot to say. The former NFL quarterback talked about various rule changes that we could see. And he said that this offseason... The NFL will review the rule that grants a touchback to the defensive team on an offensive fumble out of the end zone. So they're going to review it. It's it's a rule that, what do you think, Dan, should be the rule? I think that it should go back to the... To the uh, Spot of the fumble? To the line of scrimmage of where the play took place. But who, who retains the football? The offense. The offense does. Okay. So just be a loss down. You basically lost the play. You didn't gain the yards. So if it was third and eight and they get a first down and fumble it, guess what? It's fourth and eight back at that spot. Okay. Uh, it, that would go from doubly punitive to no penalty at all, right? That's that's. Well, you wouldn't get the yardage that you gained on that play. So, like, the fumble would hurt the offensive team. You just wouldn't – it wouldn't be so punitive that you would lose possession. You would just end up uh, – it basically would be a wasted down. What about if you lost possession but the ball was spotted at the point of the fumble? Well, it, that would usually then only be at, like, the one-yard line. And right. I don't think that that is – I think that is a – you know, a benefit to the offense in that scenario, then you will you would have players probably reaching a lot more knowing that there wasn't a penalty for it. Okay. It's going to be interesting to see how they vote on that. How about this? Troy Vincent also said that the hip drop, the hip drop tackle needs to be banned, but the tush push or, you know, brotherly shove, however you want to call it, that play is being monitored but also believes that it has been evolving this season. Which I think is an interesting way of putting it. Hmm. What's that mean? I think the evolution is that it's not a given. Right. Only for the only for the Eagles is it a given. Correct. And he says you don't want to punish someone for doing something well. That was a comment that Vincent made today in talking about that. Interesting. That play. A couple of other notes to come for the meeting. Super Bowl 61 will be held at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. That's in February of 2027, while Sao Paulo, Brazil, will host an NFL game next season. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of like conspiracy theories and them trying to move games or move teams overseas. I think this is the best of both worlds. The more you have different time zones, that's different TV windows, that's more revenue, and that's more things you can sell to these TV networks. I think it's brilliant. I wouldn't want to travel there. I mean, as you point out, Travis Kelsey going to Argentina costs the Chiefs the game, right? Now they all got to go to Sao Paulo, Brazil? Wow. Quite the hike. Yes. And what's the time zone situation? Are they like an hour ahead of East Coast? I'm not sure necessarily on what what it would be, but maybe it won't be too much of a difference. Uh, Eight international games could be coming in 2025 for the NFL. How about this from Fanatics? We mentioned in game time the sale of the Otani jersey or Juan mm-hmm. Soto jersey, which you can buy. Well, Fanatics says that Otani's number 17 jersey with the Dodgers broke a Fanatics record over a 48-hour span, breaking the mark previously held by the inner Miami jersey of Leo Messi. Well, he's the Messi of baseball right now. Plus, you have the Japanese market. Plenty of Dodger fans out there. They draw $4 million a year, so... Not a crazy surprise, but a little bit surprising as he's a non-American-born athlete. 
And Jason Stewart has just said that it is 6.52 in Sao Paulo, Brazil. So it would be two hours ahead of Eastern time. Be interesting on where they would put the game if they would just keep it. You could keep it as a regular 1 o'clock Eastern time kick. It would just be 3 o'clock there. Or you could put it in the morning. You could have a mid-morning game. You could, you know, depending on how you wanted to do it. Yep. I know it's uh, you know a lot of different flexibility uh, with that one. By the way, the Dodgers are set to introduce Shohei Otani on Thursday. And Georgia and Alabama will play in prime time next season, September 28th, in Tuscaloosa. The full 2024 SEC schedule will be announced tonight. The opponents were announced this offseason, but now we are starting to know when and where um, these teams will play in that schedule. And that is the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right, great job, Danny. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Remember that podcast? We have a live podcast. Starts at the top of the hour. Then you can download uh, the show and listen to any part of the show that you may have missed. Just type in Doug Gottlieb wherever you download podcasts. I got a college basketball pick for you. A lot of you guys cashed in on that Maryland pick last night. Pretty confident about today. Not as confident, but the Maryland line was 22 and a half. They won by 40. So... You're welcome on that one. I think I got a good pick for you. Remember, type in Doug Gottlieb, and you'll get the live podcast at the top of the hour. Tomorrow, we'll prep you for, ew, Raiders, Chargers. Yeah. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com.